listening to The Defiant Ones, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of Defy. Defiant Ones, right now we are with, believe it or not, the first ever Defy <laughs> champion. Davy Richards back in Washington Hall, dude. How's it feel to be back here, man? It's very nostalgic. It's uh, it's somewhat overwhelming, but uh, it's uh, it's definitely a feel good moment. That's awesome, man. So so you're a Washington boy. I am. What 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 uh, town were you grow up in again? I was born and raised in well, mostly born and raised in Othello, Washington, a yeah. small town by a town that's not much bigger called Moses Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I spent uh, Washington. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I spent part of my life in uh, Auburn, Washington. Yeah. Um, not as much as Othello, but uh. Definitely Othello, born and bred. Uh, were you Auburn Riverside or Auburn High? Auburn High. Auburn High. I okay. lived in Auburn Riverside School District, but I chose to go to Auburn High. All right. Well, uh, okay, so, and then also for a time, you did a wrestling training school outside of the Super Mall. Is that right? Inside the Super in the Mall. Su- inside the Super Mall. There was a gym there, uh, Vision Quest? Vision Quest, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this guy Cecil had a thing called Pinnacle Wrestling, and I was living in Charlotte with Tony Casina and... I had uh, been doing Ring of Honor, and um, I, um, you know, I'm not from Charlotte. I want to go home, Washington. You know, it's beautiful. And uh, so I finally signed a legit contract, Ring of Honor. And I was like, Hey, is it okay if I go home? I asked the Booker then, Gabe Sapolsky at Ring of Honor. He's like, Oh yeah, we'll fly. And I was like, This is gonna be awesome. So, yeah, I moved home uh, to go to school. It went really well. And uh, but man, those cross country flights sure kicked my butt real quick. So yeah. I ended up moving to St. Louis. Okay, and that's where you live to this day. Yep, yep. I live in St. Louis. I've been there for a long time. So since we last saw you, um, obviously there's been a global pandemic. Yeah. Uh, you, you opened up a wrestling school. I did. Uh, and you're also, uh, you also pursued a career uh, as a paramedic and yep. in medicine. Yeah. So uh, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, what, maybe fill in uh, with uh, the last couple of years, you know, when, when uh, where, where what, have, what have you been up to since? I, um, I became a doctor. <laughs> so yeah, I, um, I was working as a paramedic for, oh God. Since 2016, I think, something like 15, 15, 2015, I'm working, I was working as a paramedic part-time because I like medicine. And I was still wrestling full-time for Ring of Honor and in Europe and in Japan a lot. And uh, me and Eddie got signed to Impact Wrestling, which was a great experience. And I continued my education and got the wild hair to become a doctor. So I just kept chasing it and chasing it. And it was going really good until I really started doing the hard classes and it just became impossible to devote my full time to wrestling and to school. And as you know, you have to get really good grades to get into medical school on top of internships and jumping through hoops. And my style of wrestling is very uh, athletic and intense. So, um, and I never, I would never feel right. You know, people pay 100% the price to see me and not give me 100% of Davey Richards. So, um, with Impact's blessing, I stepped away from wrestling uh, for four years and uh, lived inside a classroom. And, uh, and Impact was great. They were very understanding. And then uh, when class started, uh, you know, slowing down, just became more just the internships. I decided to come back to wrestling, not really knowing if anyone would want to book me or yeah. remember me. And uh, I was very pleasantly surprised that there was still a uh, desire to see me wrestle. And it's just been cathartic ever since. It's been very, very special. That's amazing. So now at this point, you know, you have a career outside of wrestling, right? So you don't have to, you know, rely on this to no. necessarily pay the bills. So this no. can be a passion project, as yeah, like, it's, you know, like a band that plays, you know, when they want to play. Yeah, right? it's, it's yeah, it's so weird. It's uh, it's um, yeah, I definitely don't need the money. I don't know. It's just um, 
you know, I mean, I, I amateur wrestled since I was 10 years old. I went mm -hmm. to professional wrestling. It's always just been, um, I, some guys, I don't know. I, mean, I, I would say it's like a hobby, but it's more than a hobby. It's, it's, it's my church. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's wrestling's like, um, it's cathartic. You know, it's something, it's so deep. I can't, you know, it's, it's like that old saying, you know, if it's real, you, you know, if it's promoter, right, you'll buy it. If it's real, you'll feel it. So I think all of us, I think that's like the invisible tie that binds us all as wrestling fans and performers that you can't, it's intangible. You can't touch it. You, you, you can just feel it, you know, and it's, um, it feels me with something I can't get. Even saving someone's life, which is incredible. My son, which is the most beautiful thing in the world, but wrestling's like this different thing with him. He just fulfills me. So I'm just, I'm just being here and being able to experience this is more than payment enough. That's amazing. So what, what does your son think when he sees dad wrestle? Is, is he able to, to watch you wrestle? Yeah, he always wonder why. He always wonders why I won't get back up. So he's six, you know. Um, you know, his mom his wrestles, I wrestle. Yeah. Uh, so luckily, you know, his mom's very smart about not him not seeing her wrestle right now. But sure. that's mom. You know, dad can get beat up. It's okay. Okay. But uh, and uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's cute. He understands more. You know, he's like, well, dad, do the wolf, and uh, it's um. That's awesome. It's incredible. Man. I don't, I don't have words for it. It's, That's it's amazing. Beautiful. A father, a doctor, um, and, and again, now a wrestler again, you know, full, you know, fully integrated back into the wrestling scene. Everyone, you know, it, and, and, you know, I follow you on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. And when you announce, like, you know, I'm taking bookings, it was awesome to see, you know, so much, so much, like, people are, like, ready. Just like, okay, yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, Let's bring kind. you back. MLW, we saw you at Impact last weekend. Yeah. You know, we're seeing you everywhere. So, you know, um, what was it like being in you know, medical school and stuff, did people ever like ask like, are you Davey Richards? Or was there anyone that like looked you up? Uh, yeah, towards the end, yeah. I kept it very quiet just sure. because, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't want any special treatment, you know, I yeah. wanted to earn it. Um, so yeah, towards the end, but I, you know, they're, they're, they're separate. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't expect special favors for either. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, once they found out it was, you know, there was a lot of howls, so, yeah. but it was cool. They were very nice. So you are something that we mentioned at the beginning here. You uh, have a training school. Can you shout out your training school? Yeah. Um, so I, uh, when I wanted to come back to wrestling, uh, I needed a school. And uh, the only school I knew of in St. Louis at the time was Mike Elgin had a school. I did not know that Elgin had made some poor choices in life. So I went down to the school and they're like, hey, we need a trainer. And it just kind of happened. And I just... I was adopted by the greatest group of people I can imagine, you know, my, my, my team, and when I say my team, I'm simply a part of that team, um, Team Ambition. It, it's incredible. We've, uh, you know, we started in this crappy little gym and then we got our own facility. It's become like a cultural phenomenon in St. Louis and the city has taken us in. It's just beautiful and it's a teamambitionstl.com. I have some great partners, some great trainers that work alongside me and a great team. And I just, they keep me going. It's, it's family. It's absolutely incredible. So. There are going to be some names you're going to be hearing in the very near future, big names. So there, uh, keep your eye out. What do you look for, like in in a student, like, uh, how, or how can you tell if a someone's going to be like, you know, legit? Someone's work ethic. Work ethic. Yeah, uh, talent means nothing. I mean, I'm, I have zero talent. I, I possess no special ability. I just, no one has ever seen me break inside a wrestling ring, and no one ever will. You know, I, it's, it's, you know, it's very simple rules, man. You know. If, you find the hardest worker in the room, you outwork them. That's it. You know, if they show up at six, you show up at five. They work 12 hours, you work 13. It, it, it works every single time. I'm living proof of it. I'm, I'm, I've been heavyweight champion all over the world. I'm five foot seven. I possess no special talent. I don't know anyone. I'm from the middle of nowhere. I just outwork everyone. Everyone can do what I do. It's just hard work. 
So I've heard other wrestlers mention that the Northwest, you know, prior to Defy, prior to the last few years, was kind of a dead zone for yeah. indie wrestling. Yeah. Is that would you agree with that? One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you see, between the commission here, it was even worse in Oregon. Um, some really not honest people. Um, some people that should never been in a wrestling ring, and just the people who are good leaving because no opportunities. Yeah. And, and I mean, credit to everyone, but really, man, it defies one that really. I mean, you got to give it to Defy. I mean, without Defy, I mean, it just, I'm not saying it wouldn't be better. It wouldn't be great. It wouldn't be this great. So all the respect in the world to Defy, Matt Farmer, Jim Perry, those guys are just absolute legends and, and, and just people that should be, you know, adulated you know, for all time for giving us back this wonderful gift in this scene. So we did mention that you were the first Defy champion. Yeah. Um, what are some memories that you have from your first, you know, few, you know, years of Defy, you know, before you kind of took that hiatus to, 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 to focus on your career in medicine? And what were some of your favorite memories of those time, if, if you can recall? It was just the most, um, it was, it was, it was bipartisan. You know, it was, it was incredible. I knew my time in wrestling was coming to an end because I just couldn't handle school and, and wrestling anymore. But yeah, just... And had the fight never happened, it would have been so much easier to walk away, you know, yeah. because, and although TNA was great, TNA was great, but they knew I was, you know, getting, you know, stressed and overwhelmed. And then Defy came in my life and it was just absolutely incredible. Um, You're like, damn it, I got to stick around uh, for a while. No. <laughs> well, no, I said, damn it, I got to leave. But, you know, like, your medical school's offer is only going to last so sure. long. So um, it, it was absolutely incredible. And I just, um, I mean, man, you know, leaving, leaving Defy when I went to medical school was by far and away the hardest one to leave without a doubt so um but i'm very thankful i think we'll be back and hopefully yeah. be back in the future that's amazing man so you know you're back here in defy and uh i have a i have a cheesy question that i have to ask everyone so we call um we call ourselves the defiance we are uh, uh, a group of you know passionate wrestling fans we're not just the fans we are the defiance market community right mm -hmm. what does the defiance mean to you i think it embodies what Seattle means. I think it means what Seattle, what the Northwest means. You know, up here, you know, people, you know, we're, we're, we're hippies up here. It's coffee, it's grunge, it's blah, blah, blah. But what people don't understand about here that us who are from here do understand is you got to work a little bit harder to make your name out here. Yeah. You know, you, you're, nothing's going to be handed to you. This is not Los Angeles. This is not New York. This is not Chicago. We're tucked up here way in the corner. You know, people all just rains, and yeah, it does. You know, and we're and you gotta get tough, and you know. So what defiance means to me is we defy the odds. You know, this place was never supposed to be a hotbed for wrestling. This place was never. I mean, the the West Coast period, but the Pacific Northwest. Come on, dude. You know, but uh, but we're tough out here. We're resilient out here, and that's what it means to me. And I'm very proud. And that resilience and that defiance has served me very well in life. And uh, I'm very proud to represent Pacific Northwest, no matter where I go. Damn, giving me chills, dude. Nice. Okay, man. So, last couple questions. You're obviously, um, you know, uh, I think one time when you were your first year at Defy, I actually gave you an old school AFI T-shirt. My friend uh, Pettybone gave me. Yeah. Gave you. Um, you know, obviously a huge fan of AFI. Yes. Um, what are like your favorite musicians or bands of all time? Maybe like your your Mount Rushmore of rock or, or you know whatever. Just like a few of your favorites. Oh man. Well. I discovered AFI in seventh grade, and every album but their last one, unfortunately, has just been mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. um, I just love them absolutely to death. Uh, 
You know what's crazy is I was a huge Nirvana fan yeah. before Nevermind came out. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, my sister's boyfriend had Bleach, and I was like, this is so awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, so that album's a big one. I really like Rise Against. And other than that, I'm just an old heavy metal fan. Yeah. Like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, the old Iron Man, I don't know what happened. But, uh, I really, but a new band, I, I love Ghost. Love yes. them, love them. What's funny is Their me new and record's awesome. Yeah, me and my friend Tony Gazzino went and saw them opening for Maiden a few years back, and I'm like, "What's this band go? I'm not seeing these guys." And, yeah. and then a year later, I'm like, "This band's incredible." So yeah. Yeah. insert foot in mouth. But, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, you grew up in the Northwest. You're probably gonna have some pretty good taste in music. So I like to think I do. Nice, dude. Right on. Well, uh, okay. My last question for you, dude. So if you can show us, but if not, at least tell us. Pick a scar on your body. And tell us the story of how you got it. Uh, well, I have several. This one, this big hip one right here, is I shattered my femur uh, mm. when I was 10. And uh, I had a major reconstructive surgery. And I should have this badass story. Like I was like running from mountain lions and saving school buses and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I went off a bicycle ramp about this big. <laughs> And I fell on the side. The bike didn't have a scratch on it, and I broke my hip. And that's my cool story with that one. So, Damn. I probably should have had a really good lie, but uh, about that tall. Broke your femur. Okay, yeah. ten, dude. That's brutal. Yeah. It's like that old movie Rad on the BMX. It's exactly like yeah. that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, Davey, thank you so much, man, for taking the time. Hey, thank you very much. Yep, thank, thank you very you. much. Right back to